This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hello, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer and I'm Barry Rosenfeld. Barry, that was why are such you a fun role. <laughs> because you, <laughs> that was so cute how you go, hello. Like you just yeah, kind of I, rolled right into it. I loved that. Um, happy Friday. <laughs> happy Friday. This is another one of those, um, this is another one of those days where it's like, okay, like I'm awake and let's do this. And I have, I feel like Real Housewives in New York last night was fun. We had just like good Mexican drama in Mexico just like I mean, not like Mexican drama like <laughs> it's like classic antics the drunken makeouts you know you love to see it the diarrhea always oh, comes God. to the trip it these always ladies, comes to the trip these ladies can't go more than like three episodes without talking about their bowel movements I love it personally I think it just is a nice touch to the episodes <laughs> Um, but we're also talking about million dollar listing, um, which is very on track with what's going on in the world. The blow up of selling sunset. It's like oh. very interesting how they are two very different shows, but like takes place in the same setting. And like, it's kind of the same thing. And I even told Dylan the other day that when I was watching million dollar listing this week, they did one of the like, flyovers and i'm telling you unless i'm crazy i noticed the 40 million dollar house in selling sunset but in million dollar listing so if you guys don't watch that you should it's very addicting but i'm telling you there's some sort of crossover so you'll notice on monday's episode i tried to convince barry to watch selling sunset and it's now <laughs> friday and she has watched all three seasons so that should tell you something <laughs> It's really good. I mean, yeah, like I was actually so shocked. I'm, I haven't watched it, but I'm so happy I listened. It's such an easy watch. It's so addicting. And like now I agree with you. Like, what do I do now? What do I do now? Can they come out, out with another one? Like another uh, season? They're, wait, Netflix is doing Million Dollar Beach House. Are and it's you kidding? They put out a trailer this week. Go check it out. It's on YouTube. It's like selling sunset but in the hamptons and it's like it's not just it's not like selling sunset where all the agents are like hot women it's more of like a mix and like guys and maybe gay guys i'm not i'm not i didn't really pay that much attention but netflix is continuing to deliver the reality uh real estate content so it's it is it's entertaining but um let's go back to mexico shall we Back, uh, I wish we could go to Cancun right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I would go right now, but like, I wish we could. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dylan, oh wait, I was just going to say we could, but like, we can't, right? Because like, is that one of the places Americans are not allowed to go right now because we're not listening? 
Actually, no, Americans can travel to Mexico. I know that because um, I, I, multiple people, but Heather from Selling Sunset just went to Cabo with Tarek. Um, okay. <laughs> so we're still, we're still in Mexico, obviously. Um, we start out with Dorinda and Luann thirsting over some hot trainers who I didn't even think were that hot. These women just like get worked up over any man. Yeah, that like comes they see a view. man and they're like and they're like, hmm. I remember we I used to do a thing, like I when I used to work in retail, like obviously it was mostly women and if there was one guy, everyone would think he was so hot. And we would say, is he insert name of the company, hot or is he hot like in general? You know what I mean? <laughs> like <laughs> like if you saw him outside of the office, would you think he's hot or is do you just think he's hot cuz he's the only guy here, which is like a real thing that happens. But Yeah, no that's definitely true. Like if fine. you're yeah, if you're like the only guy in the room, there's going to be kind of like a a veil. It's like you don't it's, it's standards are different. Like Dylan, um, I think you're hot right now because you're the only you guy so that I can say. I can't see you, Mike. Cuz Mike our producer has his video off, so I'm automatically <laughs> the hottest guy in the room. Love that. Um, okay, so then the Sonia is planning her Century 21 launch party. Leah's working on her business. I I actually loved seeing Leah in kind of like businesswoman mode for a second because honestly, that's the reality. She was saying, you know, she, she hasn't looked at her email in a couple of days and she has so much to do and looking at her sell-throughs and all of that. And it's like nice to see because obviously we don't get a ton of that side of her on the show. And so she and Sonia are just, you know, sitting down, doing their thing. And then the other women start coming over to the table. And all of a sudden, Dorinda flips out that they're, that Sonia's on her iPad at the breakfast table and is saying that it's rude and she should go somewhere else and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, are you kidding? It's, so, it's such a stupid thing to care about. Well, it was also like they were just minding their own business. Like they were checking their emails and the women came to them. And it's just crazy. I lately think Sonia keeps her composure so well with with some of these women and how they talk. Like if someone, if someone like, if I was minding my own business and doing what I needed to do, which they both were by the way, I wouldn't have really reacted that as nicely as Sonia because like, it's rude. You, it's almost like a form of bullying. And also they were at a massive house. Uh, Dorinda, go eat breakfast somewhere else. You know, it, it, it wasn't nice. I know it's behavior. funny after, af so after Sonia left the table, Leah was like, I mean, I was sitting here first. I wasn't, you know, I didn't like tell you guys to leave. I just needed to like finish sending emails and Dorinda's like, well, you're sitting at the table. What are, like, you could go somewhere else. And it's like, it's a giant house. There's not just one table and that's the only place you can eat breakfast. <laughs> and also like they weren't texting. They weren't talking on the phone. They, they were like sitting quietly checking emails. It's not like they were being rude at like the dinner table. It was like, and Leah was actually right. She was like, wait, it's not like we're at like, this is a chill vacation. So it's like, yeah, we're going right. outside, just like eating breakfast whenever you can come. Like, even earlier in that day, like you just said, they were working out. Not everyone woke up. Like it wasn't like, it's not a scheduled thing, but yeah. I also think it's really weird when Sonia talks to the Century 21 owners, because I also used to work for that company. And so I like, I've met Isaac before. So it was, it's funny to see them like <laughs> friends. <laughs>
Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Yeah. Sonia and Ramona have a little chat about Dorinda and they think she's menopausal. And Sonia says something about how they used to burn the witches because they were in menopause. It's like, what? They were taking the menopause conversation so seriously that I was laughing out loud while watching them because they were almost like diagnosing her with like a serious um, disease or a serious like illness. And they were like, think she's menopausal and I was like guys it's totally normal like she might be and also uh second episode in a row I did did Ramona go to med school did I miss that she just like diagnosing her her cast members I don't understand Dr. like Dr. Dr. Corona Singer <laughs> Dr. Singer Stinger like I don't it's just like mind your own business like I don't get it but um they they went on this after this whole breakfast drama they go on this excursion which i thought was so nice like it looked so fun they like rock it wasn't rock climbing what's the word where you go down wait what you're jumping ahead like all the entire episode i didn't think anything else happened well they brought the guys back to the house and then they invited them out and they went out with the guys and leah was making out with the dude at the table that was after no no, 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 no. That was the that was that <laughs> night, and then the next day they went rappelling at the oh. cenote. Okay, well, thank you. Rappelling is the word I was looking for. Oh my god, they went out the night before that. Oh yeah, because yeah. Leah was hungover. All right, let's go back back I to mean, the groove. It, to be honest, like it not that much happened because there wasn't drama or anything. But like we can't just not mention no. the fact that Leah was making out with the guy, and also right. I love one of their names was Pascal. And Sonia calls him Pasquale. <laughs> so I'm sorry, in my opinion, Sonia like can't do any wrong this this like I do season. I do appreciate okay, the thing is Sonia is a mess every time they go out for sure. It's a little concerning how she's just wasted every time. But I will say it's not I do feel like she's in a good place in terms of Take, not taking things too seriously, you know, letting things kind of roll off her back. She hasn't been, you know, she's been pretty like light and fun this season. I would love to see her like 
a little bit reeled in. But I, I mean, I love Sonia. Sonia's fun. She makes me laugh every episode. And um, this was also yeah. the night when Dorinda couldn't go out because of her diarrhea. And some of the things that they said when she was in the she said, I shit on the floor trying to reach for my dress. Okay, well, that right there when she said, I shit on my floor, even Ramona was like obviously grossed out because she was like hearing about that stuff. But then she, they brought up Ramona shitting on the floor and she goes, yeah, but that was in Cartagena. Like as if Ramona shitting on the floor is fine, but no one else can do that either. I was like, are you kidding me? Well, yeah, and it's like you're, you think it's like no big deal to shit on the floor, but then the second Leah says the word vagina, you're like out. It's like, <laughs> where is the line? This line is so wavy because it's like, there's no, it's, I don't know. And they also, when they're like, bring the Chanel all over body spray into the room. Um, but so, um, yeah, the but- per- Chanel perfume does not mask the smell of diarrhea. It's just body spray. So it doesn't like solve the problem. But also I felt kind of bad because Jordan didn't know that all the women feel this way and like technically need a break from her. Like they all talk about it and didn't tell her. And so they were using her diarrhea as like, uh, they're like, oh, thank God. And then speaking of bodily functions, the next morning they're all hungover and Leah confides in Ramona that she peed the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Which she was drunk, obviously. She didn't just like pee in the bed. But like, I thought it was, I feel like, does she tell these things to Ramona to like get a reaction? Or does like at some points, does Leah feel that Ramona's like normal and cool? I think it's that. I think in certain things, I don't think Leah, at least at this point, I don't think Leah hated Ramona or didn't want to be friends with her at all or anything. I think it's just that it's really specific moments where Leah feels kind of unfairly targeted by Ramona, but that overall, I think they do still have some kind of mother, daughter, aunt, niece, like that type of relationship where it's kind of like, Ramona, I feed the bed. Cause in that moment, it really felt like I need to tell this to somebody. And like, I'm going to tell you, cause like, I feel like I can, whatever. I don't know. It's a weird, it, it turns on a dime because all of a sudden then it's like Ramona's, you know, Leah's talking about putting a crystal egg up her vagina and Ramona looks like she wants to die. And that's like 10 minutes later. Well, you know what? I've heard of that, what, what Leah was talking about. And it's so funny because these women love to talk about how sexual they are and how many guys they sleep with and how they can get it. Meanwhile, if like Leah, who's younger and hotter than them, mentions something about sex, they like fall off the table and they're like, you put an egg in your vagina? Like, yeah, that's actually something that like people do. I don't, but like it's... What is it called? A yogi? A coke? Something? A yoni egg? Yoni egg? I don't know. Ask Gwyneth but... Paltrow. She knows. Oh, okay. I'll, uh, I'll reach out. We'll call up our good friend Gwyneth. Um, okay, but yeah, so they're going on this excursion, and while they're on the bus there, they have this conversation about how they have mostly all hooked up with the same guy who Lou says won American Idol. So we know that this is Constantine Maroulis, who was on American Idol like probably 14 years ago. He actually came in sixth place. So I think it's really hilarious that (laughs) Luann is like, well, you know, this guy that I'm uh, talking to, he won American Idol. And it's like a very quick Google search will show you that he did not even place in the top five. But wasn't he on Broadway? Yeah, so he's done Broadway. He's done, yeah, he's kind of had like an interesting post-American Idol thing of like, you know, doing a bunch of stuff. 
So he dated Tinsley. Like, there are many photos of him and Tinsley together. He's, I guess, sort of dated Luann, sort of dated Ramona. There are photos of him with Sonia. There's a photo of him with Bethany. It's like this, Constantine runs deep. And fun fact, my mom had a crush on Constantine. I remember when, because we all watched American Idol as a family, (laughs) and my mom thought Constantine was like totally hot. And so that says a lot about this man's demographic. Like his his prime target is like 50 something year old women. Um, including your mom. So that's that's the most interesting part of this entire um, Constantine web. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I also think it's very funny. Like, why didn't they say his name? Like, where are they hide it? It's not like they were like, one of them <laughs> Brad Pitt. Like, you can say his name like, like on the episode. They wanted to hide his identity. <laughs> it's like low-key hush-hush. She's like, you know, this guy, he, he actually won American Idol. It's like, if you're saying somebody won American Idol, that is a very easily searchable piece of information. You're not like, he's a singer. <laughs> yeah, but maybe not because he didn't win American Idol. Oh so she's God. really trying to cover this. <laughs> Hilarious. So, but um, 
they finally make it to this excursion that I was talking about and they <laughs> rappelled down a wall. No, it was, it looked very cool and, and not it, that scary. It did look cool. I thought it was interesting that Ramona was giving Leah shit for being scared to rappel and then she chose to take the route where you just walk down the stairs. Because she, do if she does something, it's okay. Have we not learned this before? If she decides to do something, it's okay. But if someone else doesn't, like it's a problem. But it was really cool. Like it was beautiful. Um, they were making fun of Ramona that she needed a noodle. It was like two feet of water in a cave. <laughs> And she had like a the light guy, vest on. The guy asked her, he was like, are you five years old? <laughs> and then like, she took it seriously. She's like, oh yeah, that's why I look so good. Cause I'm five. Like, I was like, no, no, he doesn't actually. But oh my God. they go to this lunch and what do you know? Dorinda gets a phone call. Again, part of me thinks like, was production involved? Like who answers their phone at a table on speakerphone? Like no one does that. It, it was, was it was a it was lot bizarre. to, to Yeah, handle. so she, she takes the call from Hannah, her daughter, and Hannah's, like, telling her about some fellowship, I don't know, whatever, like, career thing. And at the table on speaker, Dorinda's having this conversation. She's like, oh, that's great. Like, blah, 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 blah. And I think totally right, justifiably, Leah and Sonia are like, <laughs> excuse me? Like, yesterday, you were screaming about me having my iPad at the breakfast table, minding my own business, and all of a sudden, you're having a full conversation on speaker at the table while everyone is there. I I totally understand. I don't think it was wrong for her to take the call, but it's like, get up all. and walk away. Yeah, like, go. They were at a restaurant. They were outside. Like, get up. Get up. Like, that. But here's the other thing, too. If I was sitting there, I would have said that. I don't know why these women, like, are so scared of each other. And it's not even, like, in a mean way. Like, tell your friend to get up and stop being rude. It's not. And But in their defense, you never know how Dorinda's going to react. And she did react the way they probably thought and she's rude and nasty and and she started mocking the women and started making fun of them and like got up and took the call but like not seriously like she was loud enough but still trying to listen to what the women were talking about her and then came back and was being like really disrespectful to them and then all of a sudden <laughs> mona starts crying because in some way it. this has affected her personally and she starts crying and at that point it kind of like was under and decide because so i was like ramona like this isn't an emotional time this isn't weird she didn't do anything to affect you what really caught me though was that she actually ramona told leah Shh, let us talk she like i don't know if you noticed that she like dismissed her and literally wanted it to be the older women's fight which again it didn't even affect ramona but you know what um afterwards when they got up and walked away she asked leah that she told leah she should have stepped in and defended them i just think it's like ramona with the crocodile tears and she's like Ugh! like it's just so old and i i totally i think dorinda was wrong in this moment but it's like ramona get it together it's not that serious like also if you want to help your friend like she was pleading she wanted to that's not how you go about it if you want to help your friend out that's not the time or place to even explain it to her 
or the or the way she explained it like why are you crying it's like so bizarre if you're trying to help like be the bigger person like let them know and don't embarrass them in front of people even though she embarrassed herself by crying those fake tears yeah but yeah she um Ramona now is trying to get people to defend them. And Leah was right. She's like, it didn't, she's not mean to me. I'm not going to just like defend you guys for no reason, especially she's not going to defend Ramona of all people. Can you imagine that? Yeah. I think, I think it's interesting because it's not so black and white. Like Leah could have been mad at Dorinda for how she reacted at the table about her doing her work emails, but that doesn't mean that she hates Dorinda and is team Ramona in every single issue. And so it's like, I feel like Ramona kind of has this outdated view where it's like, well, you either are on my side or you're on her side. And Leah's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just like disavow her when overall they've been way closer and Ramona has been the one having issues with Leah pretty much every episode. So I don't know. I was actually surprised that their trip didn't end this. I assumed this was going to be the end of the trip, but I guess going into next week, they're like finishing up and then going to be home. So. Yeah. Um, I don't mind that though. I feel like this is like, this is a kind of like an awkward trip. No, I feel like it's not, not much is like, not much it's, drama. It's like mini drama and they haven't really like done anything exciting. It's interesting because putting it side by side with Beverly Hills, it's kind of unusual that we have two seasons that are on the exact same timeline. Um, And so seeing them on their trips together, they're so different because Beverly Hills, there's this one overarching storyline that really is kind of impacting every dinner, every little conversation is all kind of like feeding into this one thing, whether you like that or not. Whereas with Roni, it's like, there are these little blow ups and then everybody loves each other and they're crying and they're laughing and they're drunk. And so it's more of like a, it's like a, I guess it's maybe more of like a fun vibe, but in terms of like storylines, it doesn't feel like that much is happening. I don't, it's just different. I don't know if one is better than the other. Yeah. I also feel like we're at this point of New York where I can't really make a clear picture of who is friends with who like it's very confusing it's not real I feel like everyone is randomly sick of each other I don't know Mm -hmm. who has each other's backs and what day um Sonia was actually on Watch Rappin's Live last night and you could tell she is like she sees everything Ramona is doing but it's so hard for her to like not be friends with her she's like she does defend her but she does call her out and she like kind of was kept saying to everyone like just wait for the reunion which I am like sweating waiting for I'm so nervous also you were saying like not knowing who's friends with who I think it's hard now that there are only five women in this group because that's not really enough you know there can be two people that are really close and you know whatever but comparing that with Beverly Hills again where you have eight people on this trip that gives you so much more I mean more isn't always better but with eight people you have so much more room for smaller groups and kind of like different dynamics whereas with five people it's kind of just like a bunch of a bunch of women on a trip I don't I don't know (laughs) we'll see Um, I'm excited for the reunion and it's going to be in person oh I just I'm I'm so I'm I'm so excited, but that's I still feel it's not for like another little while, but like, like a couple weeks, because I, I think there's probably one more. Ep- there's one episode 
where they're getting home from Mexico. And then I'm guessing the season finale is going to be the week after that, which is going to be Sonia's Century 21 party. I yeah. Um, so stay tuned for that. So getting into Million Dollar Listing really quick, we have actually very exciting news. I don't know if you saw this, but Carlton is on next week's episode. Yes! From Real oh Housewives. Let's just skip this episode as a whole. And Carlton from um, Real Housewives of... Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills is is on next week and I am oh my god like I miss her but anyway this episode Josh Altman I found it very interesting is selling to this guy who is actually collecting cars he has like 26 cars but he's looking for I don't get all these bachelors do you want my number do you not want my number like there are so many of them out there just looking for these bachelor pads like with multiple bedrooms and I can't I can't imagine being at the point in my life where I was like a single person by myself looking for a house with six bedrooms. And multi-million dollar houses and a car collection. And each car is more than like any normal person makes in a year. Like, I'm getting like... Not in, honestly, like guys it. like that annoy me. Like that's, I want to see like, I want to see fun people on these shows, not like <laughs> douchey guys with... 12 cars. Yeah, it's also like if I'm gonna see those guys, like make sure they buy a house because then it like leaves me wondering like was this just like for the show or do they actually have money and do they actually like buy a house? Like I want to know Unfair. what your end ending is. But we also see Josh Flag. This is something really important to me that I wanted to call out. He made a Hootie and the Blowfish reference um in his confessional and I love Hootie the Blowfish and he was like, none of you probably know who Hootie and the Blowfish are, right? And the production, they put 90s reference, they put it on the screen. And that made me like really sad because they had to let the world know like who Hootie and the Blowfish was. I think they're overestimating how young the million dollar listing audience is because I'm pretty sure like 90% of people watching the show know about Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh my God. I like, maybe that was meant to be like funny, but I was like pretty upset by it because million I'm, like, dollar listing is not a show for teenagers. Like this is a show that middle-aged people are watching. Right. right. Um, so most importantly, we have Frederick finally shows up this episode. Oh He's in a little bit of a competition with David and James because it's kind of stupid. It's like this guy is like mostly in New York and Frederick works with him in New York, but then he's in LA and it's like, I don't really, I Zach, want Frederick. The developer. I want Frederick to like sell a house. I don't want, to be honest, the like random drama is like not that exciting. I just want to like see him doing his thing. Right. Well, they have to work it up a little bit because people who don't watch New York might not know who he is. So they need to like kind of maybe bring him in. But it's very interesting because David made a really good point where he said it, D Frederick wants to sell this guy this house or he wants to be co-listing with David and James. But David made a good point when he asked Frederick, well, if we came to New York, would you expect us to be on a listing of a building with you? And like even Frederick was like, mm, probably not. So it kind of was very interesting to think about because he is coming to new territory, but they do share working with a developer. So I am interested to see how that works, even in real life. Like, how does that work? You have to share someone. I feel like that's the developer's decision. Like, yeah, who I don't, he wants to work with. 
I don't know. I won't pretend to be an, a real estate expert, but I am curious to see how Frederick kind of factors in for the rest of the season. Okay. Well, his kids just came out with a YouTube channel. Oh, can't wait to not check that out. Um, oh my God, Dylan. <laughs> uh, who, okay, Barry, real quick before we go, who's your number one Bravo love in the group? My number one this week is actually Sonia because um, like I mentioned earlier, I like how she handles these situations. I feel like sober Sonia has actually, she always has been, but she's pretty mature in the way that she talks to her friends and um, knows when to like involve herself and not be involved. And even when she has been drunk, even this episode, she's just like having a good time. She's not like a mess. Okay. I'm going to go with um, honorary Bravo Lab Constantine. Dean Maroulis, who I feel like has earned <laughs> earned the Slade Smiley title of Housewife Hunter. <laughs> no, don't don't say that. I'm literally watching Real Houses of Orange County right now, and Slade oh is dating Joe, and it's so cringeworthy to watch. So I can't believe you just brought that. It's so funny. Like Slade, um, Slade Smiley is like on my television. But um, yeah, thanks for guys, listening, guys. Have a great weekend. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. And we will be back on Monday to talk about Real Housewives of Potomac. Ooh, so excited. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.